yes, 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 sir. We're live. No. And this is balls. We are quarantined. This is line. We're quarantined. Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast, the podcast with balls about balls. And we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. I'm Corona Man. I'm Nels, aka Big Facts, <laughs> Full Effect. And uh, yeah, this is episode 131, I believe. Um, shit. It's the end of the I just want to say that regardless of what happens with the sporting world, uh, balls will not be suspended yes. due to the coronavirus. Uh, we'll still be here giving you some bomb-ass content every week about balls. Balls that aren't suspended. Lots of balls. Um, yeah, how's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? Knows you good? Yeah, man. This is another date. Where? Dylan, you good? Nah, bro. <coughs> All right. I'm grabbing the Lysol spray. <laughs> um, yeah, things are crazy, guys. There's um, there's really not much other way I could say it. We might as well just get into the, the hot button issue. Um, coronavirus has shut down American sports. Uh it's been announced within the past couple days that the NBA season has been suspended, the MLS uh, season has been suspended, the MLB season has been suspended, the NHL season has been suspended, the XFL season has been suspended. Um, yeah. It's a lot. There's there's no sports. March Madness is canceled. So whoever picked uh, nobody to win in your March Madness bracket, congratulations. Correct. Me. Um, Got 100% correct. Fuck y'all talking about. Damn, man. It, it's, it's been a crazy... 2020. Pa- yeah, 2020. But this past week has been absolutely insane. Um, I don't think any of us saw this coming. Um you know, there had been talks for a while about the NBA doing games without uh, fans, without fans. But then, um, you know, at last night's was it last night's? Yeah, last night's uh, Oklahoma City uh, Thunder and Utah Jazz game. Uh, Rudy Gobert was positively diagnosed with coronavirus or COVID-19, COVID-19. As, as was Donovan Mitchell. And I believe also um, Emmanuel Moutier, yeah. I think, also well, tested positive. I think that was false. Oh, I, yeah, I, didn't, I, I, I only, only saw one little thing about that. I didn't really I think see it's an actual only, report. I think though. it's only uh, Rudy and Rudy and Donovan. And Donovan Mitchell. Um, yeah, so this is, this is um, definitely new territory. It's unheard of, unprecedented, and um, there, there's a lot going on here. So, Nose, do you want the uh, the floor first to give your take on on things, or? Uh I mean, personally, I I think that it's uh, I think what's happening in China, China and Italy really has people feeling away. Um, I mean, I wasn't expecting full cancellations, but I was definitely expecting suspensions. Um, I, from what I see with the suspensions, it just looks like businessmen trying to protect their product. Um, 
And I think that it all just depends on perspectives as far as how you see the disease or if you think that there should even be a suspension. Um, the one thing that definitely troubled me was, and, and I think this played a part in, because the NBA was strongly considering playing it without fans, even though it will put them at a loss. Because remember, we're talking about 12, 13 games in a day. We're talking about 18 to 25,000 I'm guessing 25,000 would be the biggest, maybe 40,000, I could be wrong, um, that are not in the stadium, they're not eating, they're not buying gear, they're not getting merchandise, they're not, and, and of course the, the seats that are left open, that people didn't buy those tickets. So, I mean, you're losing at least a mil and a half per game, so we're talking about 12, 13, 14 mil at least per day trying to play those games, and I think they were considering it. But, I mean, let's be honest here. Like, the one person, not the one person, but the one person who was publicly joking about it and trying to make a mockery of it is the same person who ends up testing positive and gets yeah. it to somebody else. Yeah, that's because he he's a dirty Frenchman. Oh, <laughs> that's it, it, Regardless, he's not just a quote-unquote dirty Frenchman. He's one of your top 50 to 75 players. He's a well-known player, and he's an award-winning player in your league. And when he got asked a question about the severity of it, he made a joke and proceeded to walk around the whole room and touch every microphone and camera in that room. And then the next day, you find out a whole game gets canceled because of his dumb ass. Yeah, I mean... And then well, him, he gets him his be, teammate infected too. Him being a dumbass, that's just... He just showed you him being dirty, really. You know, because even if... Like, say this coronavirus wasn't a thing. You shouldn't walk around touching everything that, putting your hands on everything. You feel me? You ain't supposed to, you feel me? You just came out games and practice and all that. Your hands dirty. You don't know where everything been. You walk around touching everything. Right. So that's what your ass get. He went around touching a bunch of unsanitary shit and got sick. As but you should. The, the, the thing about the coronavirus problem is, is that it's not, it's no longer the whole hand sanitizer thing anymore. No, I didn't say anything about hand sanitizer though. I'm just saying No, I, I know uh, no, I know, but I'm I'm not talking about what you're saying. Oh, it's okay. just like I'm even thinking about it and I was like, damn, like I remember the reason why he did it was because they were saying that it it was like a hand sanitation thing and he was making a joke or a mockery of that. But come to find out that people were wrong in diagnosing this this outbreak in the first place because it's definitely airborne. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an airborne disease. So I think that I, no, it's not. What? It's, a per, it's a person-to-person disease, but but it's airborne no, through like coughing, sneezing, or coughing and sneezing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, it's, cool. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if somebody sneezes. Yeah, it's, okay, it's, yeah, right. it's, it's, right, it's yeah, it's definitely airborne. Like if somebody in the room coughs and those droplets makes its way around the room and it like travels inside of your nose or your mouth, you got it. Yeah, I think I think Dylan thought you meant like it was just like traveling through the air, like on its no, own. No, no, type no, 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 absolutely, no, 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 absolutely not. No, but that is, I think that's the ultimate fear of it all. Is like, it's it's no longer this. Oh, we can control it with just touch and make sure you wash your hands and sanitize yourself or whatever. No, but like, this is this is in the air. So if somebody by you is sneezing. Now you got to look at them and be like, hey, bitch, like. You're gonna get good. me Mind sick. you, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, and um, Rudy Gobert was talking to officials, players, kids who were ball boys, 
towel boys, whatever, before this game occurred and he was seen as po- as tested positive. So now you have no idea who could have it. Yeah. And you don't and you don't know if this is something that's got legs, if it's something that doesn't have legs. It might be nothing. It might just be the flu on steroids. We figure it out and but, that's that. But the but NBA doesn't they don't want to be that that league that overlooks it and then all of a sudden it does become something bigger, I feel you. Bingo. That's okay. the point. It's Why not are we talking so much- China been recovering niggas left and right? No, absolutely. Yeah, they're That's snapping fair, back. But remember, yeah, they're snapping back. remember, we are four months behind China. So, so that means we're not even going to get there. We don't know that. That's the point. I but if feel been, you. But if, if, if it started over there, I feel like we do know that because if it started over there and we got a chance to see it and now they're curing people, the minute it starts here, we won't even let it get to the level that it got to when right. it comes and, to... And and part of that cure is, is isolation. Yeah. Well, there, I mean... It, and they already found a, a, a vaccine for it. They just got to take it through clinical trials, and then right, exactly. It'll be good That's money. why I, I don't think I don't think the suspension goes past thirty days. But I think it's it's a smart business move. Just shut yeah, it down. I feel you. Period. Like we can we can wait a couple of weeks, let this die down, stay our ass home, and we go back with the rest of the season. It's just it's just wild to think that we could have no sports for. A month, or you know, God forbid. I feel like, but my time. thing is, I'm, I understand it being a smart move, but I feel like the smart move, I don't think it's because of the severity of the of the shit itself. I feel like it's just because of about how much hype it built, and because oh, of the hype gonna, that it was it gonna built. build. It was gonna build hype because you got to remember, unlike the swine flu and and the bird flu and Ebola and all those things, like you could almost say those were sicknesses of circumstance right the people that were dying from this were like in third world countries countries not able to access the vaccine or access the things to make you feel better in this regard anybody can get this and there's still no actual cure like even though buddha is saying there's a vaccine which there is but number one i mean it still hasn't been solidly. It still hasn't been solidified as this is the cure right here. So right. if anybody else gets it from here, you know to go to the hospital and get this vaccination. Nobody knows, so anybody can get it right now. So I think that's ultimately the biggest worry. Like when it was like the swine flu and Ebola and all that stuff, it was like, oh, okay, the reason why this is spreading and the reason why it didn't make such a big deal in, I guess, more developed countries was because if somebody got it. Cool, you got the money, take the shot, let's go back home. Here, you have it, but we don't know what to do from here. Right, well... Because we're still researching it. Right, and, and another issue too, because when was like bird flu and swine flu? That was like, what, mid-2000s? That was, I want to say that that might have been early 2010s. Early like 2010s. 2008 so, to 2012. So we got to think, even back then, social media wasn't as prevalent as it is now. Facts. And, and like, sure. and like, as far in online news and online reporting, like it wasn't as like e- so easily acceptable as it is now. Like we're getting to the shit. minute updates every time. Like people, but the thing is, it's like, bro, bro, so like is, that's what's adding on to updates, the hysteria. And these updates we're getting, right? We listen to everybody but doctors. Yeah, I've had nothing but doctors. I've been looking at doctors saying they're saying, telling people to calm right. the fuck down, calm the fuck down, calm the fuck down. And the only people that are not coming the fuck down is the media. And then because right. of the media, now we're shutting everything down and listening to the one people whose jobs it is to actually study this. And the people that right. are actually stu- the people that are actually studying this have told people that this is like the media is blowing this out of proportion. It was not to say that this is not a, 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 a something that needs to be looked at and taken care of, but the media. 
has taken this out of proportion. If doctors are telling you that the media is taking this out of proportion, I can't sit there and say that they're not taking this out of proportion. Yeah. Oh, and, no, people are react- I- and then people are reacting, like companies and people, like these, these CEOs and stuff, they're not going to doctors and asking them for their opinion. They're looking at the same shit we're looking at. They're looking at CNN and Twitter and this and that, and they're making their decisions based off the hype that this thing is getting rather than actually getting some actual facts and being like, you know what, can this, is this really something that we should really be worried about and have to shut everything down for? Or can we just do this, this, that, and the third? But I, can but we find the same, another alternative? In the, same context, in the same context, though, I understand with company, with certain companies, but with these leagues and these teams and the corporations that are a part of these teams, they've definitely, they've definitely gone down that avenue to find out what's the best thing to do. They, they didn't just get up and say, all right, let's stop making all of this money for everyone because of what the media is telling us. You don't know like, that, though. You don't know. We're in a social media era where everything is driven by social media. How do you not know that what's being put out there isn't what they're just eating up? How do we know that they're going to actual doctors and the doctors are telling them you should shut this down? Because at the end of the day, you're, you're hurting your product. And they're hurting their product regardless. Right, but the number one model for any successful business is we do not affect our product regardless of outside sourcing. That's that's what a successful business is. But that's exactly what everybody's doing. Is affecting mean, their product like, because of outside sources. Because if we actually sat there and listen and listen to reliable sources, this wouldn't even be as big of a story as it is. I think that if the media doesn't overhype it, I still think there's a suspension. I think the only thing that's wild to me is is teams, I mean, not teams, is leagues canceling their whole season. I'm like, okay, y'all, wild for canceling the season. I can understand a 30-day suspension to kind of see where your players are, who has it, who doesn't. Hey, everybody go follow the quarantine real quick. Let's make sure that when we get back, everybody's good. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's the best thing to do for your product. Yeah. Because, I mean, high key, they said, what, the gestation period is, what, 14 days max? Yeah, incubation is 14 days. So you can have it. You can have... No, not not that. I'm sorry. Yeah, gestation period is 14 days. I think it takes like 72 hours for incubation. So you can have it for three days and then you finally start being like, all right, bro, I don't feel good. Right. So... That's that's my only thing. Like I I do understand the media playing a huge role, but that's the media's job. Like ESPN is going to talk about this all day, every day, because there's nothing else to talk about. All sports has been suspended. This is something that's unprecedented and something that's never before seen. So even if they're not trying to hype it up, guess what we're going to do when we see the headline that says all sports suspended. For they, coronavirus, they are trying to hype it up. That's what I'm saying, fair. though, is that they are trying to hype it up. That's absolutely Even fair. if it doesn't need to be hyped up, they're trying to hype it up. Abs- and I can agree with that. But at the end of the day, proper saying. business model is when there's an outbreak like this and you don't have enough research, even though doctors are saying it's not that big of a deal, the doctors still can't say, hey, this is absolutely what you don't do to avoid this from happening. Yeah, they but they can also tell you whether you need, whether or not it's necessary or not. Fair, but these were the same doctors that were saying that you need to just wash your hands and use hand sanitizer, and now a week later, lo and behold, there's nothing you can do about it. If somebody sneezes around you and you breathe it in, you have it. So they were already wrong about that. So me being a CEO Bro, of a billion-dollar corporation... I don't think they were telling people 
to wash their hands and use sanitizer to prevent from getting the disease. Because I think if you can, you can use hands like coronavirus isn't the only disease that if somebody sneezes on you, it doesn't matter what you did, you're probably gonna get sick. I feel like they're telling you you're taking preventative measures. You're keeping yourself, you know, clean so that you're not spreading bacteria to other people. I feel like that's why they were telling people to use back. That's how they were. T- the spread of the disease itself is not because. Every one person carries a disease. It's because everyone has bacteria. Everybody comes in contact with bacteria, and you have to be able to get rid of bacteria off yourself. So you have to use hand sanitizer to get rid of bacteria so that you're not out here contaminating other people with bacteria that you may carry. Because coronavirus isn't just one disease. It's a, it's just a, a multiplication of a bunch of different things that add up. So I don't feel like doctors were telling people, hey, you won't get coronavirus if you wash your hands and, and, and use hand sanitizer. You'll keep yourself clean and not be out here contaminating everything the same way. Like, if everybody does that, then we're not walking around here contaminating each other with a bunch of different bacteria. I don't think they were necessarily saying do that to not get oh. it at all. Okay, cool. So that's that's perfect. But again, what wasn't mentioned was the fact that it was an airborne illness. But now it is. And although you can get sick off other stuff, there's at least somewhat of a solution. Has more people died from the flu? Yes, absolutely. But there is a flu shot. You go to CVS, you pay 10 bucks, you get a flu shot, you ain't got to worry about it. I heard a black person got rid of the corona. I heard a black person got... A friend of mine went to to Bali recently and was in China and a layover. And a black person apparently... She saw a black person there that showed symptoms of corona. And she said that that person... Um, legit did home remedies and they got rid of and and got rid of everything. They were perfectly fine after that. Awesome, but like is ginger that ale right now? I is mean, that, no, because we're the, not because the cure is that the symptom. Nobody I feel knows like, the cure. I feel like the thing is we're saying we're asking, we're asking for a cure as if we have a as if we have HIV AIDS on our hands. No, it's you feel not, me like the flu the flu it's, doesn't it's have not, a cure. It's not that severe. The flu but doesn't have just, a the flu doesn't have a cure. You just you just Take some, you take some ibuprofen, you drink some orange juice, you do remedies that'll get you better. You feel me? Like, for something to have a cure, I feel like you really like a cure is for somebody that, like, hey, you're already sick, sick. You feel me? Not like early onset, like, you feel me? Like, I feel like cure is something you need to use for something like AIDS, cancer. Uh, no, something like cure. something, something that like I feel like a cure, like I feel like a cure for Corona is not like you just go in the hospital; they're gonna give you a coronavirus shot, and all of a sudden the virus goes away. Especially for young people. Best, but that's the best thing for business, though, is that you do have that, and that you don't rely on certain remedies that might not work for everybody. Like yes, the ginger ale or whatever might work for <sighs> that person. Doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. That person probably has a super strong immune system that can take in the elements of those herbs and get better. What about those with weak immune systems? What about those who smoke cigarettes? What about those who have deficiencies that hurt their immune system? The coronavirus is it's proven that it's enough to kill someone. Doesn't mean that it will kill someone. And there is no full-fledged shot, nothing to help you prevent what could be the worst. So what's best for business is if we do not have that, take your ass home, so sit the, down for a couple people of weeks that recover, and so, figure out what we need to do. So the people that so the people that have been getting sick 
and without no cure, been, been getting better. They just been, how have they been getting better? Like the like like right now, China had like what eighty some thousand cases, and then about sixty thousand of those are are recovered. So how if they don't if there's no cure, then how are those sixty thousand recovering? Recovering how is it a quick recovery? I'm asking. I don't know, but I'm I don't know. I, I don't know. But that's you're proving my point. We don't. But the thing know. is, but that's sixty thousand. So you tell me, you tell me sixty thousand people, and they know that sixty thousand people are recovered. I don't know, but that means someone does know. If sixty thousand people are just because I don't know, that doesn't mean that there's not knowledge out there that that. Proves it. If there's so sixty thousand, because we don't know. Because you, you mentioned that. Oh, that, that you mentioned that it could have been by quarantine, but we don't know if it could have been all by quarantine. You feel me? If people got sick and then you quarantine them and then it goes away by itself, then that would tell you that shit. You don't need a cure. You feel me? If quarantine is what ended up getting these people to recover, but if them people just recovered off medicine, you would think the way technology worked that the U.S. would already know about that cure. Because if if there's eighty thousand cases in 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 China and sixty two or 60,000 of those people have been back to normal, something's up that is either, either going away on its own, which means it's not, you feel me, it's not as deadly, it's not, it doesn't just take it, it, just doesn't, it doesn't go crazy on you, or people are being given something and it's going away. And if that's, the, regardless of those cases, that means some, knowledge has to be out there for it to know. If, if they know how much people in China have been recovering and it's that big of a number, that means it can't just, awesome. it can't just be they're sitting at home and all of a sudden thing. And if it is, that means then shit. We then the shit's not that big. So I agree with you. And that's in China months ago. So they want to make sure because you know how many people so it's in not China right recovered? now. Do you know how many? Okay, the this is the virus when it hit months ago. The virus is reaching so what's us right now? now. So what's okay. what, so what's so what's right? So okay, let me no, let me finish. I let you finish your point. Let me finish my point. And then you can rebuttal what I'm saying because I'm 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 literally hearing what you're saying and I'm agreeing with you. I'm just trying to give a different perspective. So I'm on your side. I'm just I'm putting something out there. There's four or five total people in the United States that has recovered. So now we're in a place where we're like, all right, we're figuring out recovery here. Did they get that information from China? Absolutely. China's got sixty-two thousand people that's cured. Bet Italy's not on that same spectrum. Northern Italy, people are getting sick left and right. People are dying left and right, but you know Italy's in a different space of its own, and that's that's for history's sake. That that doesn't matter for this podcast. The point here is, is I think they don't even want it to spread to these large numbers to hurt anything. So that's why I think there's been suspensions. I think the cancellation is crazy. I don't think March Madness needs to be canceled. Just move that bad boy to April and call it April Madness. But if you want to cancel it, okay, bet. I, I think that's kind of crazy. Stop everything for a little bit because the good thing is, is we have athletes. We have two athletes that have the virus now. Let's see if they can be recovered quickly. Let's see if they can get recovered effectively. In the meantime, let's not allow it to spread to hurt the overall product. We can stop for a couple of weeks. We can stop for 30 days, see what it is and get back to our season and make money effectively. Mm-hmm. I think that's all they're trying to do from a business standpoint. I think people who are watching the sport, fans are going to feel away because there's no more sports on right now. Ain't nothing to do. But from a business perspective, I don't think they did anything wrong. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm, that's they what they you're they supposed do to do. I'm, I'm more upset of the media. My, my, my beef is with the media. 
Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, the media, I knew that was going to, we knew, we, I think if anybody knows what the media was going to do, it's got to be the three of us. Yeah. We knew, we, because you got to realize the media got to make money too. So they're salivating right now because they're like, wait, what? New disease? Nobody knows what's going on. Oh, yes. Right. They, they see the, the, the click, you know, they get all the clicks. Anything with the coronavirus on, they're getting all the clicks for it and all that stuff. That's but, it. Um, That's it. Because so, you, 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 I mean, honestly, Dylan, you put me on the information because I didn't even know that many people had recovered. Yeah. I knew it and was the US a, is already high, I knew it was a decently high number. Sixty two thousand about that. You know what I'm saying? They only have the, the China right now only has fourteen thousand cases. That's fair. Yeah. Right now. Um so just to to wrap up, you know, let's do you guys have anything else you wanted to say on it or no, no, I just thought that was an awesome book your flights, folks. So book yeah. your flights, book your cruises. Um so the one last thing I did want to say is the the last remaining sports that um, are still active. NASCAR is still going. They will be having their races without any uh, fans there. Uh, oh, well, yeah, they could do that, though. Because they're all in individual cars. <laughs> nobody nobody yeah. cares. So um, that and I believe in the next few weeks, I think the Masters for golf, I think that's supposed to be starting in the next few weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they don't need people to one of the master cups so that they're probably not going to have anybody for that um, and then Wrestlemania uh, as of right now uh, Tampa is waiting another week before they make a decision um, I listened I watched actually their uh, their conference this morning their city hall meeting and uh, the, the county commissioner was saying you know let's Let's let WWE, you know, figure out what they want to do, and the, you know, before we decide if we have to step in or not. And the uh, attorney, the city attorney for them, basically stated that the way their state of emergencies work in Tampa, any declaration they make, it only has a seven-day lifespan. So they said y'all shouldn't make a decision yet because no matter what, next week you'd have to discuss it again anyway. So right. so let's not pull the plug on it just yet because things are changing so quickly. We'll you know we'll wait till next week and see what we want to do. I do feel like it is all going to be canceled, um, especially with this travel ban between the U.S. and Europe. Considering you know there's over a hundred countries that come to WrestleMania every year, uh, but I don't know. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, if WrestleMania is moved, they're talking potentially June or July. For that happening, um, and yeah, so that's it for Corona. Damn, Corona, you scary. Um, <laughs> that's that's the name of the episode. Knows. Write it, write it down. Um, so to move on and get a little bit more, you know, lighthearted and, and back to the shits. Uh, last weekend there was a UFC pay per view, um, and that was the. Uh, UFC 248, and it was interesting. The final two fights are really all I want to talk about. Uh, the co-main event was not only the fight of the night, might be the best women's fight of all time. Bitch. Uh, between uh, Zhang Weili and Joanna Jajerzik or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. That was actually pretty good. I think it's yeah. close to, to that pronunciation. Yeah. Um, 
They beat the hell out of each other the entire five rounds. Joanna's head, she had a huge swollen hematoma on top of her head um, to where her forehead was like five times the size that it should be. Um, they really just fucked each other up, and uh, Zhang Weili won by split decision at the end. So that's definitely a fight that's going to be run back at some point, and I'm here for it because they did not shy away from each other. Um, the main event, however, was a different story. Israel Adesanya successfully defended his title against Joel Romero uh, by unanimous decision. Very, very disappointing fight. Um, it, That's your man, ain't it? Yeah, and I honestly I don't put the the blame on um, on Adesanya. He was as the champion. He fought the smart the smart fight. Um, Yoel Romero who is known for being a knockout artist, you're not going to want to rush him, you know, because his, his speed is is devastating. Um, so he's somebody you kind of want to just pick your spots. You want to have a very, like an Anderson Silva type, you know. <laughs> can, I, can I interject a little bit here? Go ahead. So I think... We're... Not we, not y'all. So I don't, I don't want to make it feel like I'm attacking y'all, but... I feel like UFC, and I, and I kind of blame Izzy for this to a certain extent because of how dynamic of a fighter he is. And I think Jones went through the same thing like maybe three or four fights ago. There are some guys that you just can't fight your style with because your style is too perfect to get your ass whooped. I see how Izzy fights. I, I've seen his fights. Um at the pay-per-views, and I've also seen footage of his earlier fights on YouTube. His fighting form is, I mean, perfectly created for him to get his ass knocked out by Romero one time. Yeah. Because Romero needs... I, I need people to understand this. Like, if you've never seen this man fight, just do yourself the favor and go on YouTube and look at some of his knockouts. It's Most scary. of his knockouts, they're, I mean, they're scary. And on top of that... I'm I'm going to be as brave as to say maybe 65% of those fights, he wasn't really winning. No, no. It, it's honestly, oftentimes, it, it comes late and it's a counter punch that the the person who's, that the aggressor is does not see coming. Because he lulls you to sleep. Yes. He's not. He he's gets you a false really, sense of security. Exactly. Because to be honest with you, his defense isn't the best. So he's not always going to charge you because I think we watched a Romero fight where he charged uh, a certain guy. I can't remember the fight. I'll look it up. Where he charged somebody and he got hurt for it. Yeah, absolutely. He, he doesn't have the best defense. We know he's all offense all the time. And he's so, and he's 43. So he's better right. at this slow style, wait for his spot, and then hit you with a devastating he's hit and then you're done with. He's experienced. And, and you know, here's what's even crazier, bro. I, I took the time because I was like, yo, like there's something because Romero has a reputation in the UFC that I did not know of. I was very unaware of what he had going on. And I, and I just wanted to share this with you guys real quick because this kind of blew my mind a little bit. I, I probably already know, but go ahead. So he's a freestyle wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's won silver at the Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. He's won gold, silver and bronze in a world championship. He's won gold, silver, and bronze in a wrestling World Cup. He's won gold and bronze in the Pan American Games. 
and he's won all golds in the Pan American Championships to qualify for the Pan American as as a wrestler and doesn't wrestle when he's fighting. He doesn't wrestle when he's fighting because he feels like he shouldn't have to. Yeah, it's, he doesn't it's need bizarre. to. Bizarre. It is which absolutely is, which bizarre. is crazy because his losses he's only been knocked out one time. Mm-hmm. So uh, another issue, and the reason I put a lot of this blame on on Romero for how boring this fight was, um, is the fact that Dana White has said, you know, Yoel has missed weight twice for championship fights. He's had two prior attempts at a championship fight, but he missed weight both of those times. So Dana White had said this is his last chance, especially at his age, to get the title fight. So what do you think, if this is your last chance at a title fight, it's on you to be aggressive. Not on the champion to be aggressive. I agree, I agree 1,000%. Absolutely. It's, if it's I'm on champ, you. I'm so, chilling. Yeah. So if you look at the what was crazy, looking at the numbers, the, the, the Zhang Wei Li fight and the Joanna fight, they had 300 significant strikes before the end of the third round. And significant strikes are clean shots. Let me see. Come, come. Like, those are shots that get clean. 300. In this fight, in the entire five rounds, there was only 98. Ew. I'm oh, sorry, 88. My apologies. That'd be scary. 48 for Izzy, 40 for Yoel Romero. Of significant strikes. Wait, who? how many did Izzy have? How many Romero had? Izzy had 48. Uh, Romero had 40. So even in that context, he still lost. Yeah. No, he, he lost in all metrics. Um, like the, It was so hard for the judges to decide a winner. That's why the ref, and I've never heard a, a, a UFC ref say this, but like when it came into the fourth round, he was like, y'all got to give the judges something to score. Y'all ain't doing shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy when I saw that, too. I was like, damn, I've yeah. never the seen The judges that are saying y'all are trash. Yes. Y'all about to get a draw. Yeah, so Izzy did, I mean, Izzy did a lot of damage to Romero's leg. And, you know, that's kind of what it was there. But, I mean, Izzy even said after the fight, he was like, you know, this is like the weirdest, trashest fight I've ever been in. He's like, but I know, I, he's like, I fought the fight I had to fight. He's like, I know him. He's the type that'll lure you into a sense of security and then, and then not me out. He's like, and I'm not about to be that guy. So, sorry. You know, I understand the fans are upset, but your boy's boring. It is what it is. Tell he's him like, he's like, I promise you that won't happen the next fight. And it won't. Because that next fight that Izzy has is going to be his toughest fight ever against Paulo Costa. You're about to beat and that man why, why don't you? Why don't you explain to our awesome listeners... Why it's gonna be his hardest fight ever? What is it about Paulo Costa that's gonna make it difficult? Paulo Costa, Paulo Costa has an incredible chin for one. He about um, to split in his fight against Yoel Romero. He beat Yoel Romero by decision, but that was a completely different fight. Those men were swinging on each other. He was taking Romero's best hits, and he kept coming. And he's not the type that likes to just sit there. He it will bring the action to you. He does not give a fuck. We watched that fight, didn't we? Yes, we did. We did watch that fight. I remember. Yeah. I do remember. He, Yeah, he's very, very and much... He's like a low-key beast, though. Like yes. He doesn't come across as a kind of dude. Like, Romero looks the part. Right, so this he was... He doesn't so much look the part. Right, so this was supposed to be the fight, his fight, but he had a torn tricep with, with that fight against Romero. So he had to get that repaired, so Romero kind of got his spot for this fight, um, even though he lost, so... That's the next fight for Izzy. It's going to be a very tough fight for Izzy. But if Izzy gets past him, 
then that kind of clears it up for uh, the Izzy John Jones fight that he wants next year. So we'll we'll see how that goes. And I think both of their styles match up incredibly well. Why Romero said the man? Why Romero said? Why Romero said Izzy ran away from him? He didn't. Izzy did not run away. Izzy, see, he when he would try to like do a takedown or something like that, Izzy would like kind of stumble back, but he was doing that just to kind of keep his balance underneath him. He wasn't running at all. He was just recollecting himself, and then he went back to the middle of the octagon to fight. Um, but sorry, knows what were you saying? If he loses that fight, if uh, Izzy loses that fight, do you think he still fights Jones? Um, I don't think so. And I don't think it's because Izzy doesn't want the fight. I think it's because that kind of takes the luster out of it. That's like, that's like the, uh, Mayweather Pacquiao. Once Pacquiao got knocked the fuck out, people didn't really care as much to see Pacquiao Mayweather, you know? I can't wait to see that fight. The Costa came out and was saying some shit after that fight. Oh, yeah, they've both been talking hella shit. That nigga said a horrible fight. Yeah. He says... He said, I, wa- I was ashamed to watch the fight. He says, Izzy is nothing. Izzy is the, is the most shameful champion I've ever seen. That's ridiculous. He just Ooh. runs. That's absurd. He said, he just runs. He's nothing. He's scared. Not true. I think he don't deserve it. Th- I don't th- Damn, they really got this man speaking third English in writing. Izzy's past two fights before this, he went to war. He knocked out Robert Whitaker's dumbass, and he destroyed uh, Kelvin Gastelum. Said, Why Robert Whitaker got to be dumb? Oh, I don't know. I don't really fuck with Robert Whitaker. He be making a lot of excuses. I was about to say he ain't even do nothing to you. Yeah. I okay, can't wait for Izzy to knock his goofy ass out talking all that shit. So we'll see. He's think he think Izzy gonna find a way to avoid. We'll see. But to avoid uh, fight, he think Izzy gonna find a way to avoid fighting him. I don't know about I that. I, I feel like Izzy happening. about to come. This nigga real cocky, bro. Nah, nah, he finna get his ass knocked out. He talking too much nah, shit. Izzy, 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 Izzy wants this fight because he said, he said, I want to beat your ass before Asada gets you. He's like, he's I want to get you before Asada gets you, which is the drug testing. He thinks he thinks Paulo Costa's on stage. He is kind of big. Yeah. Going so he's, like, he's like, I want to get you before Asada does. Nah, man. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean... It's definitely going to be interesting, man, for sure. Um, so then the only other thing I wanted to really talk about, well, not really talk about, because well, I don't want to talk about wrestling because I still just want to wait and see what's about to happen with WrestleMania because there's no point in updating on storylines and stuff if this shit not about to happen at all. So uh, I'm going to save that. But I do have a bracket, y'all boys, since we're not getting March Madness. We can have our own little, our own little first bracket so- of the year. Let me ask this question then. I kind of wanted to do one thing pertaining to the NFL, if possible. Oh, you don't yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah. I'll, run it, I'll run it by you, and you let me know if you want to do it before the bracket or after the bracket. It won't take too long. No, we could do the bracket last. We can do the bracket after. So go ahead. Okay, cool. So uh, the only thing I wanted to share with y'all, and and I wanted to, I really wanted to gauge how you guys felt about what you think could possibly come from it. I have a wild theory for y'all. A wild theory for y'all. But I, I just want to go through this. So um, Bleacher Report every year does the uh, cap situation for every team. Mm-hmm. Like to the, well, not to the cent, but to like the millionth, like the 10th millionth or whatever. Yeah. I was not aware just how much money the top five teams had. And I wasn't aware how little bit of money the lower five teams have. 
And it kind of makes sense as to some of the decisions that they've made, especially as far as like what they're looking for in the draft. So I didn't want to I didn't want to go too long on any particular team. I wanted to kind of run through the money first and then kind of hit you with a theory real quick. And then it's gonna take us maybe like a, it might, I don't think we'll get an instant return this year, but I definitely want it to be something that we track. If you guys agree with what I'm, with what I'm gonna say after I'm done with this. All right, then. All right, boom. So at number thirty-two, you have the Minnesota Vikings at one point three million, one point three eight million dollars, which I think is absolutely absurd that that's all you have for cap room. Kirk Cousins and Stephon Diggs, that's Bro, their that's entire team. Out of control. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Pittsburgh still is one point five. That's why. That's why they've been talking about potentially trading Diggs. Even though, like, yeah, they've kind of backed away from those talks recently, but that's why yeah, there's bro. been rumors just to clear up something. Exactly, bro. Like, and I'm, and that's gonna go more into what I was, what I was gonna say towards the end. Okay. And I'm happy that you brought that up because I didn't even think about those talks. Like, that completely, did, like, didn't register to me. Um, you got Pittsburgh Steelers at 1.58 million. Um, at number 30, you got Atlanta Falcons at 4.32 million. At number 29, you have the New Orleans Saints at 9.32 million. At number 28, you have the San Francisco 49ers at 13.11 million. Number 27, the Kansas City Chiefs at 13.67 million. At 26, you have the Los Angeles Rams at 14.79 million. Number 25, Chicago Bears, 16.6 million. Um, 24, Green Bay Packers, 20.4 million. 23, Jacksonville Jaguars, 21.4 million. Number 22, you got the Baltimore Ravens at 30.7 million. Carolina Panthers, 34.5 million. Number 20, Arizona Cardinals at 39.7 million. Number 19, the New England Patriots at 41.6 million. Technically 41.7. Philadelphia Eagles at 42 million. Um, Seattle Seahawks at 45 million. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals at forty four point nine million. Number fifteen, Detroit Lions at forty seven point eight million. Los Angeles Chargers at forty nine million. New York Jets forty nine million. Las Vegas Raiders fifty point three million. Tennessee Titans are at a number eleven at fifty point four million, and that's after I think they gave uh, Derrick Henry a contract. Mm-hmm. Um, number 10, you have the Washington Redskins at 61 million. Number 9, Houston Texans at 61.2 million. Cleveland Browns at 62 million. Uh, Denver Broncos at 70 million. Number 6, the New York Giants at 73, well, 74 million technically. Number 5, you have the Dallas Cowboys at 77.3 million. Um, number 4, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 79.9 million. The Buffalo Bills coming at number three at eighty-two point three million. At number two, you have the Indianapolis Colts at eighty-six point two million. And at number one, you have the Miami Dolphins at a mm-hmm. whopping eighty-eight million dollars. Worst to first. So With this like is what fifteen this, picks. Yeah, well, and yeah they, they got, got hella picks. picks. This is this is my this is my thing. I I was looking at this and I was thinking to myself like, damn. As I was in the bottom. I saw a lot of teams that are playoff contenders right now that they don't have no space. They have a whole bunch of old players. So their window is closed. There is no window is closing. Like, I mean, if you look at the Vikings, Vikings window is closed. Yep. I think their best shot was this season. 
That's dead. So and the year before, closed. yeah. Yeah, that's closed. That's dead. Steelers, I think that window's closed. That's dead. Um, Falcons, their window been closed. Jaguars closed. Yeah, Jaguars, Jaguars is closed. Dead. The 49ers are young, relatively, but they get injured a lot, and some of their main guys are vets. So that is something they need to consider, which is why I think that whole Garoppolo for Brady trade-off probably doesn't sound as crazy as it does anymore. Shit, I, I don't I mind. Still it. Bring me, bring um, me, young Tom Brady Jr. I, I can Boy, see them letting. No, I can see them no letting that go. There's no guarantee that he would go to New England. Who? They said a trade. That, that means the Patriots have to sign him Brady first, though. They have to sign him and then trade him. Yeah. They could do a sign and trade. That's fair. Brady ain't on no team right now. So. Yeah. So he doesn't necessarily. He can go anywhere. All right. So now so he man. can go. To, he can go to San Fran and then they can trade Garoppolo elsewhere. They don't have to trade him to the Patriots. They're going to trade him That's to the Patriots. But, but I mean, if he goes to the Niners, we're getting idea, Garoppolo. Yeah, that idea, yeah, that idea doesn't seem too far-fetched. And I mean, honestly, about? the Patriots, Patriots got the cap space to throw some money at the 49ers, too. We're getting but, Garoppolo. Who um, else yeah, so anyway, got a quarterback? We're going to be the only team with no quarterback. Now, this is the part I wanted to talk about, which is going to pain exactly. me to say. Try but so. okay. I think the Cowboys, although they do have a lot of money, we know where that money's going, so that's dead. But you got the Bucks, you got the Bills, you got the Colts, and you got the Dolphins. Out of those four teams that I've said, three of them made the playoffs this year. So they're going to be able to pick up some really key players because they have the money for it. So the Bills are going to get hella good. I think the Colts, the sky's the limit. They can pick up dang near whoever they want because they got the cap space for it. And then the Dolphins, they got those picks. They got, it looks like the front office is finally making smart moves, and they have a coach that can put it all together. That's two teams in the AFC East, bruh. The AFC East might not any longer be the weakest division in the NFL anymore. I'm just hurt. Mm. Just hurt. You'll be okay. My my question for y'all is, and and I'd love to hear y'all's standpoint before we go to the bracket. Do you think that this is a trend that we could look at? Could we potentially predict like teams that are going to go from like not being playoff bound to being playoff bound just based off of how much money they have in salary cap? And can we determine teams that their time is pretty much done based off the same information? Um, to an extent, yes. I think a lot of it depends on who's in the front offices of these teams with, these, with the money. Okay. So Fair. like, I like that. so like, I could see Miami doing it because I think Brian Flores is going to be a really good coach. So like, I could see them being a worse of first type team, but I don't see a team like a like a Cincinnati doing it just because the culture is just not there, you know. So like, I think, I think it really just depends on the front office for me before I could commit to that. Okay, Dylan, your thoughts? Oh, uh, I think it's just about the same. Like, I I would hate. No, I was on some fan shit. The last thing I need to see is Miami go from <laughs> from from worst to first because I don't need to hear that bruh, shit. It's a strong possibility, bro. They got hella money over there, bro. I don't, don't want to hear that shit. As, Lord, as far as I'm concerned, Miami gonna always be Miami, just like the Jets bro, always. What gonna happens be if they not? Then they don't, and then life moves forward, and we know oh we take our. Oh my gosh! And it is what it is. But I'm not scared. I'm not scared of nobody in my. I'm not scared of nobody in my division that has money. The Jets have had money forever and have never been able to make nothing shake. 
So, and the Dolphins have always been idiots. And I ain't going to say that a coach, Brian Flores alone, is about to make y'all not be stupid. So, right. we'll see. They're going to have to show me. I still don't, still don't buy it. They definitely got it. The, 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 if there was ever a time for the Dolphins to turn up, it is now. Within the next two to three years, there's no excuse for them not to. If they don't, all the money and all the picks, there's ass. no excuse for them. You not have to. all the picks, you got all the bread. If they don't do something this year, then it's you could you them. could go out, you could look for a quarter, you could look for whoever you want, ask them what he wants around, what do you want us to surround you with, go get them in the draft because you got fifteen. Too shit. All right, and work on your team. There's no reason why you shouldn't have a line by the end of this. You feel me? You could. That's why I was telling people they can draft their offensive line. They can get. They can get their quarterback and still draft their offensive line that they need, or they, they can. I'll still get Jalen Hurts. Niggas tripping. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna say this till he get drafted. Somebody need to pick up Jalen Hurts because I need to see. What I, do you need to see? I need to see if it could work because I think it could work. I feel like now. I feel like the only reason it wasn't working is these quarterback, these coaches, these teams weren't catering to their quarterbacks when their quarterback was black. Hertz is gonna go to New England. I will pray that he does. I don't see it happening, but if it does, oh boy, niggas are not gonna be able to tell me shit, boy. Niggas ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing. If the Patriots draft a black quarterback, the league officially changes. That's true. So, yeah, that was pretty much all I had, Buddha. That, that, that was it. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, let's get to the bracket then. Let's get yeah, it. Because it ain't like we can talk about power rankings because, you know, right. everybody's not playing. Mm-mm. All right. So, um, Dylan was kind enough to post in our group chat um, an article that was talking about the, the 50 greatest heels of all time. Um, for WWE. So, you know, he also thought it was a good idea to make a bracket out of it. Let's so, get a bracket. So I took a look at the list, and um, I had to make some adjustments to it. Um, for starters, I took out uh, a good amount of names because these are names from, like, the 40s and 50s and 60s that we just don't know. I don't know who these people are, you know, so it'd be impossible for me to vote for them because I just have no knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried, I tried to keep it more so, you know, just before Attitude Era, which I guess is what was called the Golden Era, from Golden Era till now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I added some names from... Those, those the golden era. I think that's what it was called. That's when like Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, like those kind of. Um, I ain't watching none of this shit. Yeah, so <laughs> I have some names from there, some names from Attitude Era, some names from from today. Um, I also got rid of any teams that might have been on the list and just kind of focused solely on solo um, superstars or managers, um, and we're only voting based on their work as a heel, not as a face. Okay, so let's just be clear. So this is greatest heel. Bet. All right. Um, I can't wait to pick on somebody because I like what they did as a face. Now, For those who don't know, heel means a bad guy. Yeah, heel means a bad guy in wrestling. Um, now, I kept it at a top 50. So 14 
14 seeds got a buy, and all the names were random. So if you're like, everything is random. Don't come at me. I didn't make the seeds. I just did a randomizer. Yeah, you did make the seeds, fool. Shut your ass up. Um, lie. Starting off on the the left side of the bracket, Jake the Snake Roberts versus Vicky Guerrero. (laughs) Not Vicky. Oh, Vicky was so... Excuse me! me! Uh, Excuse me! But the fact that Jake the Snake let a cobra bite Macho Man, I'm going to have to go with Jake the Snake. You brought a snake out there and they let you. You win. I ain't like her snagger tooth. Yeah, it's got to be Jake the Snake. Did that cobra actually bite him? Yeah, it was it was um, devenomized, but yeah, it actually bit him. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, we have Tommaso Ciampa um, in NXT versus Bray Wyatt. Now... I love Tommaso Ciampa. He is an excellent heel. His whole rivalry with Johnny Gargano has been insane over the past two years. Um, like, Jit went as far as during the fight, they had to take off Gargano's wedding ring and spit on it and then throw it. Mm. Like, Jit was on some wild shit. Like, for a while, he was coming out with no entrance music, just to people booing. Like, oh, that man was fire. But. I got to give love to Bray Wyatt on this one. Um, even though he's been handed shit his entire career, he's made the most out of it. And I think, you know, he's one of the best people on the mic in the business. His ring work is underrated. And um, this whole Fiend gimmick, he's really reinvented himself in an amazing way. And I think both heel characters of Bray Wyatt were special and cool and different. So I'm rocking with Bray. I am also running with this Bray versus Bray Wyatt versus Tommaso Ciampa. Damn, you haven't got Ciampa out of there like that. I got Ciampa. All right, Wyatt moves on. All right, up next. Oh God, these these are hard. Samoa Joe versus Raven. Oh wow. Who? Samoa Joe versus Raven. Raven, Raven? Like Raven's flock, Raven? Samoa Joe. Fuck Raven. Mm. Now, I'm going to leave this to you, Nels. I'm going to go Raven. Quote the Raven nevermore. Well, I mean, Dylan didn't really see the Raven, so I can understand why. I did see the Raven. Raven, Raven's flock was lit. But, uh, it's Samoa Joe, kid. I say the Raven. Bet. Don't kill. Prediction of Zordia. You gotta yell at me, cuz. Up next, Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus JBL. JBL. I gotta say JBL here, cuz. JBL. Hollywood isn't good at being a heel by himself, anyways. I agree. (laughs) I agree. That shit was trash. Alright, we have China versus Baron Corbin. I'm going to go Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin? No, it doesn't matter what I got to say. What would you have said, though? China. Cool. Um, Eddie Guerrero versus Terry Funk. 
Ooh. I like Terry Funk, but Eddie Guerrero, especially when he had that whole little thing with Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. and his kid. Oh, my God. I got to go Eddie, bro. Yeah, I got to go Eddie, too. I love Terry's rivalry with Cactus Jack, though. Those matches were incredible back in the day. Eddie Guerrero, when he, uh, when he, I'm your poppy dominant? Yeah. Yeah, that nigga was wild. Um, That was a wild Eddie right there, but I used to be scared. <laughs> be like, yeah, Eddie, this, Eddie was on some other issues. Nigga got problems. Mr. Perfect versus HBK. What was Shawn Michaels a heel? Oh, yeah. Shawn Michaels always uh, Shawn Shawn Michaels, a heel. Shawn, Shawn Michaels is a heel. It's okay. It's it's a early, the, especially the early part of his career. Legit, love turning on people. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> that boy is who a is, turn. Shawn, Shawn Michaels is a Shawn turn Michaels? on you. What happened? Who's Shawn Michaels going against? Mr. Perfect. Ooh, Mr. Perfect was nice. Dude. He was a good heel, too. Kurt Henning. Shawn Michaels is a snake, though. He's a snake heel. Shawn Michaels is one of those heels that would be a face just you know, to be a heel. I, I got to roll with Shawn Michaels, too, just because, you know, the whole Montreal screw, screw job, all Man. that shit. Like, I got to I gotta give it to Shawn. I got to give it to Shawn strictly because even when he wasn't supposed to be a heel, he, was a heel. he somehow became a heel, and that was that whole Ric Flair thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't supposed to be one of those, like, face-heel things. Yeah. But he quickly became a heel. No choice. And it was just be- it was just off of his, like, just how he was, like, carrying himself. And I was like, oh, he's this is nice. Like, he made me hate him for about a week. Fact. And I love Shawn Michaels. So, I, yeah, definitely, definitely HBK in this regard. All right. The Undertaker. Oh, The Undertaker! Versus Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Oh. Undertaker. The Ministry you know, of Darkness. Oh, the Ministry of Darkness was crucifying. Like, he had, like, us. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm still giving that as I'm still saying Paul Heyman because he was crazy. I gotta go Taker. I'm also gonna go El Taker. I bet. Not bad. All right. <laughs> Versus The Rock. Honestly, I love Heel Rock. When he was, Heel Rock was fine. When he was part of the corporation. Versus who was The Rock? Shayna Baszler. Versus The, the Rock. Rock. Yeah, I give The Rock. Doesn't Shayna Baszler like bite you like a like a vampire? That's what she yeah, that's what she did to Becky. That's not her thing. That's not her thing. I hope it's not her thing. Oh, they just did that for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that was, they just did it once, but I, yeah, I hope that's a one-time thing. Um, but you see every year WWE just be remaking their shits. Like, yeah. they done fixed. You seen the Elimination Chase? Elimination yeah, Chase every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The floor is like, ah, right, it's, it's padded now. It's fucking up the metal floor. <laughs> yeah, they soft. Um, all right, up next we have Razor Ramon. There you go. Versus Charlotte. Mmm. Versus Charlotte Flair? Yeah. Hey, yo. I gotta oh, get... Oh, I don't know. I gotta go with hey, yo. Bro, Charlotte's really good as a heel. I gotta go with hey, yo. Who's Charlotte going against? Razor Ramon. Oh. I don't know, cuz. No, so you're wrong with. Ooh. Charlotte is a good at heel. We're talking about Razor Ramon. I'm having to go Razor Ramon on this one, cut. All right. Razor gets through. 
Who'd you say? She quoted um, I, I hadn't voted yet, but I was probably going to go Charlotte. Um, all right. Up next, we have Andre the Giant. What? He was a heel his entire career, pretty much. His, his whole career, bro. Versus Brock Lesnar. Fuel. Brock. Brock. The fuck? Brock. Come on, heel is Andre. Well, he spoke French a lot of the time. But oh, yeah. yeah. Trash heel. Um, I want to hear no French. Big Boss Man. Big ass nigga. Big Boss Man versus Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Big Boss Bobby Man got hung. Big Boss yeah, Man got I, I, gotta, I gotta go brain. Man got killed on national television. Shit. <laughs> King Booker. Booker. Versus William Regal. Ooh. I love William Regal, but King Booker is one of the best gimmicks of the William Regal is a better face than they do. When he gets mad... He has that little face. When he's that angry. He when that, like, when he's a face, face. I love when he's a face and then somebody that's a heel gets him upset. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you saw the brass knuckles in his yeah, 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 no, yeah. I like when he's a face and they get him mad. Like, when he was fucking with Eugene. Yeah. And, like, Triple H got him hot and he was like, oh, remember we used to be top remember, team partners? Triple H. What? We were top team partners. I was your mentor. I got to go King Booker. No, for sure. King Booker. And his wife. His wife was bad. Charmel. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane McMahon versus Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Shane. Shane. Big Daddy. Shano. Big Daddy Cool ain't got no knees. Jimmy right. tearing his ACL every match. Kane. Kane. Versus Dolph Ziggler. Kane. Kane. Dolph Ziggler be getting used like a puppet now, but... Seth Rollins. Kanan did some throat shit. Seth, yeah, he did. <laughs> we'll need to say that, though. Uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Goldust. Seth. Seth Rollins. I gotta go Seth, yeah. I love Goldust, too, though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he cool. Um, Bitch. The genetic freak, Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. Versus the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. AJ. AJ Styles. Fuck. Styles is a great heel. Styles. Scott Steiner is trash. And then the last the last of this round is Kevin Owens versus Eric Bischoff. Oh, I gotta go Eric. I gotta go Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens versus Eric Bischoff? Yeah. I gotta go Eric, bro. Wow. Eric is a mastermind, kid. Yeah, Eric Bischoff was just I feel he you. was a heel and then he I feel you. I yeah, that's one of the greatest heels to not wrestle. All right, so now no more buys. Did I hear someone say three minutes? That shit was fire. All right, so we have Ravishing Rick Rude versus Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm going Rick Rude. Rick I'm going Rude. Rick Rude also. Any nigga, that, any, nigga that, any nigga that call himself ravishing and rude, you're, <laughs> you're a dickhead, naturally. Bray Wyatt versus Raven. Bray. Bray. The fuck? Wrong with Edge. Ted DiBiase versus JBL. <laughs> Is that your vote? Nah. JBL. Because JBL was a mean nigga. Okay. Yeah, I got to go JBL. Even though Teddy Biasi, Teddy Biasi called up a kid 
and was like, oh, I'm going to give you a million dollars. I mean, no, I'm going to give you this $100 bill for something. The kid did it. I think he had like jump rope like 10 times in a row. And then he ripped the dollar in the kid's face. He ripped the $100 bill in the kid's face. Tragic. Oh, it was it was terrible. Um, <laughs> you probably laughed. <laughs> he definitely did do the laugh. I, I hated JBL, so I guess that's a good thing. Bro, I despise yeah, that man. I got a good JBL. Oh, my God. God, I despise that man so much. All right, up next, we have Baron Corbin versus Eddie Guerrero. Eddie. 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 I'm your poppy's opening. Ric Flair. Woo! Versus HBK. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. I got to go Rick. It's the dirtiest player in the game, folks. The Undertaker. Versus Chris Jericho. I gotta go Jericho. Jericho's such a good heel. I will you just make the list! I will undertake Jericho. Y2J moves on. Vincent Kennedy McMahon versus The Rock. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Vince. Gotta go with McMahon. Gotta go Vince. Oh. Razor Ramon versus Kurt Angle. Do, 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 Kurt. Kurt Angle. I love Kurt Angle. Kurt. Kurt, Kurt. was a mean bastard. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Bitch. Versus Brock Lesnar. Brock. 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 Roddy was a mean nigga, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Versus the Viper, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. All right, Randy, Randy Orton wins this whole shit. Don't even ask me no more questions. Shut up. <laughs> um, Edge versus King Booker. Edge. I'm going to go Edge. I got to go Edge. What would you have said, Dylan? Booker T. Shane McMahon. No, I would have said Edge, too. I'm tripping. Shane McMahon. Especially the way he's looking right now. Versus Triple H. Triple H. That nigga was whooping Triple niggas. H. Yeah. He was bludgering niggas for His years. His work with Evolution, everything. Bro. Yeah. Nah, that nigga was terrible. The Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah. Versus Kane. 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 I didn't even know Macho Man was a fucking heel. What? The superpowers implode, bro. I don't know what the fuck that means. That was, that was like one of the biggest wrestling rivalries of all time, him and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, uh, he was giving Hulk Hogan at work. Yes, he was. That colorful shit. And then he turned face again when he proposed to Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth, will you marry me? But that's around the time I knew I was Oh, speaking of which, um, that show that I used to watch on Vice, Dark Side of the Ring, uh, comes back for season two in a couple weeks. And their first two episodes, it's a two-part thing, Chris Benoit. Oh, is, shit. Is what they're discussing. They're with a bang. Oh, yes. Shit. Yes, and they go like deep into these shits. So, yeah, definitely something to look out for. Um, anyways, um, Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. CM Punk. Oh. I'm trying to think. So Seth Rollins had his authority when he was with the authority, and then he was, now he's the Monday Night Messiah. Oh, I know, Seth Rollins. I already knew. But CM Punk, man, CM Punk had his whole thing where he was leader of the Nexus for a while. Ah, I reneged. I get CM Punk. Straight Edge Society. Nah, he dropped, I his, he dropped his pipe bomb. 
That was in the he was a he was a face at that time. Well, that said. turned him into a face. He was not a face at the time. He was a heel. Seth Rollins. I'm gonna go Seth Punk or CM Rollins. Mm. All right. Well, hold on. No, see Seth hold on. Punk. So wait, Dylan, who'd you choose? Seth. I'm gonna go CM Punk. Uh, Nels, I'm gonna leave it in your hands. Holy freaking crap, dude! Why would you do that? I don't want this pressure. You should have voted for real the first time around. He'll work. He'll work only. Yeah, that's that's really what's going through my mind right now is, is he'll work. Um, you really can't go wrong either way, to be honest. You can't. But I feel like CM Punk kind of remains consistent. I don't think much changes from like heel to face. Whereas with Seth, I think there are distinct differences. Mm-hmm. I think Seth is better as a heel. I think he does his best work as a heel. So I'm, I'm going to have to go Seth. Okay. Not mad at that. Stephanie McMahon, bitch, versus AJ Styles. Stephanie. Stephanie. And Eric Bischoff versus The Miz. Eric Bischoff. Bischoff, fuck. Hold on. Don't disrespect Miz now. He's one of the best heels the company's had for the past decade. Fuck that nigga. All right. That nigga laying to me. We are in our Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Um, Rick Rude versus Bray Wyatt. Bray. 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 JBL versus Eddie Guerrero. Woo! Yeah, this is a good one. Eddie. Because I'm sorry, bro. That, that Ray Mysterio rivalry did it for me. I, uh, I hate no. I hated JBL too much. I had to go JBL. I despised him. Hey, fine. Perfectly fine. So it's on me, huh? Yep. See, I start speaking no. sooner, and then you want to be on you. Ah, this is ridiculous, JBL. Okay. Rick Flair versus Chris Jericho. Rick. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Vince McMahon versus Kurt Angle. Vince McMahon. Vince. Vince. Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. Randy. 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 Edge versus Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. Trips. Kane versus Seth Rollins. Kane. Seth Rollins. Y'all, the size and Kane. How, who's y'all? You. Oh, me. Okay. I'm going Kane. Yeah. You <clears throat> size Kane just now. Have you not seen what this man be doing to people? Yeah, that's fine. Um, Stephanie, <laughs> Ma- Stephanie McMahon versus Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. The fuck? Eric Bischoff killed her. She, he got her fired. He won. Bischoff. But he was a face when he did that. No, he wasn't. When he got Stephanie fired? He was on another show. He was a manager of Raw. She was manager of SmackDown. She got fired. He did it. But she was a heel. So was he. It wasn't no heel 
one way, face manager the other way. They were both heels. Nobody liked Eric Bischoff on his show. So who who you went knows? I went Eric. Okay. Um, Elite Eight, Bray Wyatt versus Vince McMahon. Gosh, this is a real life rivalry. It seems like. Vince McMahon been whooping his ass. Yeah. So Vince. Vince buries Bray. Vince. Vince screwed Bray. Vince screwed. That's going to be this generation. JBL versus Ric Flair. JBL. I don't hate Ric Flair like that. Yeah, I got to go JBL. <laughs> JBL. Ric Flair was dirty. But he was like, he was, he was even one of those face type of heels. Because, like, as much as, look at Evolution, as much as people hate Evolution, every time Ric Flair come out, yeah. the rules yeah, like, everybody, yeah, it don't matter what he do, niggas love it. So, Randy Orton versus Eric Bischoff. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. That nigga was putting niggas' heads off. Randall. Triple H versus Kane. Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. Our final four, JBL versus Triple H. Triple H. I got to go Triple H. Trips. And Vince McMahon versus Randy Orton. Randy. Vince McMahon. Oh, I'm going Randy. I hear voices in my head. Which leaves our finals. Randy Orton versus Triple H. Randy. Mm. Randy. Randy. Jit, no, he was finna say Randy. He was waiting for me to say Triple H so he could say Randy. Randy. You see, see this nigga now? He think he's slick like I'm an idiot. He been quiet like shit. No, he finna say Randy Orton. Waiting for me to try to say Triple H so he can kill my shit again and say Randy. What I look like? Randy Orton's won a couple of these things. That's my guy. He got the best finishing move, ain't he? Yeah, he won. He won best finishing move. He, I think he won best uh, music too. Best entrance music. So what you're saying is, is that you got this rig? Oh no, he didn't. No, Degeneration X won that. It's not rigged, but I could tell by the way Budo was answering that he knew he was going to pick Randy Orton. Just I have now. certain biases towards people. I mean, I said I was going to pick Randy. The minute you mentioned his name, I was like, hey, yeah. stop saying anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, if that really is a... That's, that's the hardest Randy one. Randy Orton is a definition of... He's a real-life heel. Yeah. The, I, watched the, I, I watched the Ruthless Aggression episode on Evolution recently. I'm like, damn, Jay, you really a dickhead like yeah, that? Yeah. For real, for real? The hardest one for me was Randy Orton, Vince McMahon. Heike. Yeah, because, like, how the fuck... Like, bro, Vince... Vince is a heel 24-7. Yeah. He's a dickhead. Oh, yeah. He lives his life as a heel. 24-7. But then again, you're not putting niggas' heads off. Arcane right. Niggas that you ain't that to me, when, when he started putting babies and, 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 yeah, he started, and wives. He started putting people's heads off. I was like, all right. When he punted John Cena's dad, I was like, yes. I'm like, yo, kid, you got problems. Yes. I'll tell you, bro. You wildin'. When he knocked out... Um, Stephanie and he had Triple H handcuffed to the turnbuckle and he kissed uh, the unconscious Stephanie in the ring. Well, that shit was wild, bro. You're a, a wild boy. Ripping. Jit loves fucking up wives. I killed the shit out of Beth Phoenix. Bro. Yeah, right. he snapped. Now Vince, Vince, yeah, Vince is throw, but you know, Randy's like got problems. <laughs> His real. heel got like mental issues. Alright, that's it. Vince McMahon just got money. He can <laughs> he can afford to be a heel like that. 
I'm Vincent. I'm Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Damn it. Boy, you got to add that damn it at the end. Let you know it's real. He ain't fucking around. Starts talking about his grapefruits. <laughs> nigga, I swear you got Like, nigga, the only reason you got them is because you old as fuck. Them shit sagging, bitch. <laughs> And you probably got that. And if it's the size of a grapefruit, you need to go to a You need to go get that shit checked. You probably got that shit. You probably got that shit all them old people be getting. I feel like he's telling the absolute truth, too. He I probably, think he does have them the size of a grapefruit. That's probably why he walked like that. Exactly. That's exactly why he walks like that, because he has massive balls. <laughs> a sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we ready for underrated balls? Of, I mean, underrated bars of fame? Uh, underrated bars. All right, cool. So, Dylan, next week is yours, isn't it? Next week, sure, I guess. All right, beautiful. Um, this week, you know, we're still on this ludicrous. Um, and I got Last of a Dying Breed. Nice. Featuring Lil Wayne. For underrated bars of fame. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Ow! Luda! That's really how the song starts. I think I said Luda a little too loud because now my dog's looking at me crazy. Congo, don't look at me like that. Hey, shout out to my dog, Congo. He's always out here, you know, doing the podcast with me. He don't really be saying much anything, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to the Day One fans out there. Shout out to Chris one time, you know what I'm saying? Chris Nugas, you out here in these streets, you feel me? One time for the squad. All right, anyway. Um, verse one. I done killed so many gets in the booth, I sell rappers on eBay. Because every one of my verses been instant like replays. Speakers get blown like candles on your B-Day. Because Luda's catalog got more records than the DJ. The bank yells Mayday because every day's a payday. I put it on tape and then I sell it like I'm Ray J. But not out the store, straight to the buyer. Because I slung them out my trunk like the DC sniper. And six albums later, you'll deposit every word. So your memory bank gives me the credit I deserve. Top five, damn right. But really, it just hit me. That three of your top fives too scared to fuck with me. So how can I advance if you don't give me no opponents? How can you see the future if you living for the moment? Hip-hop couldn't die. I never offered my condolence. But I'll offer y'all a day of atonement. Because I'm lyricist to the death. So I got what you need. Ludicrous. I'm the last of a dying breed. And we almost extinct. So I'm saying it loud. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. MM MC means move, move. I got it, baby. This is Lil Wayne on the second verse. Yeah. And I'm an MC. I move the crowd like Moses. Like the Red Sea, I wear red like roses. Go against me and you'll be dead like roses. Spitting at your head for the bread like toasters. Never had a holster. I keep it on my lap. And hip-hop ain't dead. It just had a heart attack. But you see, I keep it pumping. Yeah, I got that heart back. So just call me Lil Carter or Lil Cardiac. Precious like an artifact. Valuable like a quarterback. Hannibal like they call me Jack. Throwback like a starter hat. Now, how he, how did he thought of that? I mean, how did he think of that? I mean, how did I think of that? Now, like a rental, bring it back. I mean, how did I think of that? I surprise myself sometimes. Someone should throw me a surprise party for every rhyme. Every time I do it, I do it like, dirty like swine. For the hip-hop, well, for the dirty and five hip-hop, hip-hop, I'm alive. I'm a lyricist to the death, so I got what you need. 
Wheezy F, the last of a dying breed. And we almost extinct, so I'm saying it loud. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. M-M-M-C means move, move, move the crowd. Ow! That's a ludicrous little thing again. They say O'Reilly don't like him. Oprah won't invite him. Bitch. The president denounced him. No one will announce him. Controversial lyrics like I'm crying for help. Very talented, but I should be ashamed of myself. But this is my art. This is my music. I'm speaking from the heart. Hit record and I'll lose it. Bite my tongue for no one. I'll put you on blast. So all the news channels, y'all could kiss my ass. And if I dish it, I could take it. Fix it if you break it. Could hit rock bottom and I'm still gonna make it. Because I'm a born hustler, natural survivor, seed of a gangster. I put that on my father. YouTube or Google me, turn it up and play it. Because many people think it. I just had the balls to say it and risk losing everything. I stand for the weak. Plus, I live for my freedom of speech because I'm a lyricist to the death, so I got what you need. Ludacris, I'm the last of a dying breed. And we almost extinct, so I'm saying it loud. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. Say it with me. MC means move the crowd. M. M M C means move means move the crowd. Last of a dying breed, ludicrous, underrated bars of fame. Yeah, they're very good, say. Yes, I think I think that that'll be it for there, man. I mean, uh, beyond that, all we got to do really is to tell them where to reach us on email. Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. and Instagram. Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. And Twitter. Balls underscore podcasts. And with that being said, we are done. What is this? The 130th time? 131? One of those? I think 131. I believe it's 131. Hey, look, we appreciate y'all for listening to us. Y'all can be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all listen to us and we appreciate that. Keep riding with us and we're going to keep giving you this bomb ass content to vibe to. With that being said, we out of here. Silly no! Yeah, bye, hoes. Little scatterwax? <laughs>